The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I get you ready for WrestleMania 38. Especially Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. And should that main event night number one. Also we get into a match from night number two. And that's Austin Theory and our guest on the podcast. The great, amazing Pat McAfee. Right now on the Busted Open Podcast. You mentioned about Ronda. And are you really bringing Ronda back to lose again? Because she did. She lost at WrestleMania 35. I think the 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 answer, I'm going to have to give you another question. Bully, is Ronda sticking around? Like, I, I can't see Ronda Rousey sticking around much longer after WrestleMania. And listen, Bully, I'll be the first one, and you were too, to defend Ronda Rousey. A lot of fans got on Ronda Rousey the last time around, which I completely didn't understand. She brought credibility. She brought mainstream attention. I agree with you. If it wasn't for her, the women aren't main eventing WrestleMania 35. She was into it. She was having fun. I thought her promos were great. Just very uninspired this time around, Bully. I don't know if Ronda's going to stick around much past WrestleMania 38. I understand your point. I just don't know why Ronda would come back just to be uninspired and lose again. I mean, she didn't take her losses very well. And I'm not real savvy on the world of MMA. But from what I understand, those two losses did not sit well with her in the octagon. Then she comes over to the WWE. She's all smiles. She's doing this pro wrestling thing that she loved that Roddy Piper and blah, blah, blah. And then you get into the thick of it and you realize, oof, this is a little different. She loses at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. Now they want to bring her back. Now, maybe they threw a boatload of money at her just to lose again, which is very possible. But it's like, what's the point? Yeah, I get it. It's business. It's money. She just had a child. But like, if I have Ronda Rousey at my disposal, I might want the headlines all over the world of Ronda Rousey is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. It's very easy to put it on Ronda at Mania 
and get it off of her in a rematch against Charlotte or against somebody else. I mean, Charlotte's what, a 13-time champion? She's, yeah, she's collecting championships like crazy over these last few years. So once you get to a certain amount of championships, what's the big deal anymore? Oh, 13-time champion, 15-time time, 16-time. What's the big deal? The idea is to catch the headline. Austin main eventing night one against KO, I think is huge for the pro wrestling industry and sports entertainment industry. But does it make the, the does it do what Ronda Rousey becoming champion does for the headline all over the world? But you could, but you, but I'm going to bring up another point. You could do that. You could do that anytime during WrestleMania, have Ronda win. Here's the other thing. And let's, and let's be honest here, Bully. Stone Cold Steve Austin stuns Kevin Owens the end of night, night number one of WrestleMania. That fucking place is going insane. You're going to have 65, 70,000 people on their feet going absolutely crazy. If Ronda Rousey beats Charlotte at the end of night number one of WrestleMania, I'm sorry, you're not getting that same response from that crowd in Texas. I agree with that based on the way Ronda has been over the past couple of weeks. If you were, if you told me, or if I heard that going into mania, Charlotte and Ronda were last, but now they're not last because Ronda just doesn't seem like she's really that into it. So we're putting KO and Austin on last. Now I get it. But I would also say that Bianca and Becky deserve to go on last have earned the right to go on last. Why all the pomp and circumstance behind the women? And then you're not going to give the women the main event spot that they've earned. Well, I mean, but the last time you had really a WrestleMania in front of a true crowd, which was WrestleMania 35, they main evented WrestleMania when it was just one night. Okay, Dave. So let me put it to you this way. Let's just throw the word deserve back into the mix. You're going to tell me that WrestleMania is a two night event and one of the women's world championship matches doesn't deserve to go on last at least one of those nights. All right. So would you No, would answer you, the question? I, I, cause I'm like you, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't think of the word deserve. I think of the word earned and to me, Kevin Owens more than anybody else that's wrestling on night. Number one, deserves that main event spot, especially in a story with Stone Cold Steve Austin. You said that earlier in the show. There's nothing I love doing more than arguing with you. I can't argue that point. What I'm saying is you have this whole woman's evolution. You build up all this credibility, pomp, circumstance, whatever you want to call it, around the women's division. And now you have WrestleMania two nights and you can't give the women one main event spot. When I say main event, last match, traditional main event. You have two women's world heavyweight championships or world championships, and not one of those championships gets to close out one of the nights of WrestleMania. We that, know what that's not going to be perceived as a kick in the ass. Bully, bully, let's look at stories. Would you say that? And listen, we'll get into it after the commercial with Becky and Bianca because they definitely, they definitely did a great job last night, in my opinion. But is the Becky Lynch Bianca Belair story better or more compelling 
than Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens? No. Is Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey, is the story that they've presented over the last couple of months bigger or better than Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens? No. Then there's your answer, man. There's your answer. Dave, this is why I threw the word deserve back in there. Okay? What kind of perception does that create for a company that has put so much stock in their women? You have two nights. If WrestleMania was one night, no argument. Two nights and one women's world championship match can't close out a night? Bully, Becky Lynch main evented WrestleMania 35. Charlotte Flair main evented WrestleMania 35. Ronda Rousey main evented WrestleMania 35. Why? Not only did they deserve to be the main event, but they earned to be in that main event. And it was a classic main event that was the first time that the women ever main evented WrestleMania. And you talked about the evolution of the women's division. All of that was the perfect storm leading into that main event match at WrestleMania 35. WrestleMania 38, I'm sorry, it's different. You want to throw out deserve? Fine. But you talk about earned? I'm sorry. When you look at the top stories, it doesn't come close to Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. And listen, I would love... Bully, I would love to come here and say, you know, with everything that's going on with this women's division, that main event should be Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Why? Charlotte Flair did her part. Ronda Rousey didn't. When I look at Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, it's heating up now. But Becky Lynch is miscast. And I don't think the fans really ultimately want to boo Becky Lynch. Stone Cold Steve Austin... Stunning Kevin Owens and taking a beer bath. The way that crowd is going to react in Texas. They're going to react Stone that Cold way no Steve matter Austin. what. Whether yeah. it's on first, second, third, fourth, or fifth. Why put it on last? Do you consider Roman Reigns' world championship credible? Yes. You consider Brock Lesnar's world championship credible? Yes. Charlotte Flair's? Yes. There was a a dramatic pause. You don't think Charlotte Flair is a credible world champion and you don't think she's made that championship credible? I I said yes. You paused. You delayed. Okay, Becky Lynch. The fact that they swapped titles still bothers me, but yes. Even if they didn't swap titles, it wouldn't matter. It's still They're still the exact same championship. My point is, why does the men's world championship get to go on last on one night, but the women's world championship doesn't get to go on last one night? I, I guess it's like the same argument about the Undertaker match during the streak. Is it about the championship or is it about the streak? What do more people want to see? The championship defended or the under, Undertaker's undefeated streak? Sometimes the, the, the spectacle match does outshine the world champion or the world championship match. If you told me that KO versus Steve Austin was a definitive match where this is Steve Austin's last match in history, win, lose, or draw, he will retire, 
then I understand the argument a little bit better for why it should go on last because it, a spe- it is a spectacle match that might be able to trump a world championship match. As of right now, we're getting the KO show. But, but And I agree with you, Bully. You can't have the KO show and night number one of WrestleMania. But if you have the KO show start night number one of WrestleMania, then it becomes a match, and that match is your main event at night number one? I'm sorry. You can't. You can't have that in the middle. It has to be. You're talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bully, the argument is Hogan or Stone Cold. And most people will say Stone Cold as the greatest of all time. He's back after 19 years. I, I, it's hard for me. None of your arguments, mm. none of your opinions, in my mind, are wrong. And I and I can't say you're wrong either, bully. Because when you talk about that women's championship, is it credible? And why is why did the men's get to to end night number two and the women can't end number night number one? Okay. I can't argue with you. Okay, let's it's do hard. this. Gabby, last time I checked, you're a woman. What do you think? This is this is tough because I see both of your sides for sure on this, but I. <sighs> It's hard for me not to see it as a step back, especially from WrestleMania last year, where we had a main event between two women. I think it loses credibility for both of these women to not main event last on the night. And instead, I understand, Dave, what you're saying. It's 19 years, Stone Cold Steve Austin, amazing. But I agree with what Bully's saying. That's what I want to see, and it's more meaningful for me. Maybe is it because I'm a newer fan and I'm a little maybe more invested and I don't know the history of that, that could possibly be it as well. Is it because maybe I'm biased because I'm a woman? I don't think so. I truly believe that the emotional investment of Charlotte Flair, who we've said now, head and shoulders above the rest, she doesn't deserve to have that last match. If you're moving forward with new superstars and what we're doing, it hasn't been said this is the last match of all time. We don't know if he's definitely wrestling. We don't know. We if don't this know that the- either. It's a lot of what we don't if. Know any There's that. a lot of what so if. It, it, so that's what I'm saying. If you don't main event Charlotte and Ronda, and that's not what it is, then that match to me isn't as big of a deal as they're making it out to be, especially if what KO and Stone Cold are doing is a talking segment, and that's what you're going to have. Well, if I it's a talking segment, Gabby, if it's a talking segment, I agree with you. I'm not talking about a KO show here. I'm not talking about the KOs. I'm talking about an actual match. If they announce an actual match, between Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin, is that going to be your main event at night number one? I would be dis- I would be disappointed that it wasn't the two women. Because for me, that kills the credibility of it. For a division of women that we're already having a hard time being invested in, this right now is saying they're not really that important. You because just we have used- two nights and we couldn't make a night for them once. You just used the one word that I was trying to draw the comparison with. Dave, when it came to the credibility of championships, the credibility goes right into the shitter for both women. If Austin and KO go last, you are now telling me that a sit down segment, because that is what it's being promoted as. Uh, but, 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 but bully, we're not talking about, you can't, about, no, you can't, what if the card until right. the card has been changed? All you right. Then that's your main if, event. I'm not saying that. Again, you're not listening to me. I've never not once said that the KO show should be the main event 
of night number one. I, I've never said that. I said if it becomes a match, if that KO when show when is it going to become a match? If 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 again, if you're listening to me, I said if they have a KO show and then it turns into a match, that match should be your main event of night number one at WrestleMania. So you want to go into WrestleMania? All we know is we're getting a KO show, but within the segment of the KO show, Steve says, hell kid, I challenge you to a match. Let's get a referee out here. And then it turns into a match that should go on last over two women's world championships. Well, don't forget night number two. It's, it's a unification match night. Number two, it's the two championships together in night. Number two, it is a different type of match. It's not, it's not the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship. It's a unification match. It's a little bit different than just one of those I'm just talking. I'm just talking about defended. the women. There's two women's championships. I would imagine that both... Uh, is it advertised that Bianca and Becky and Charlotte and Ronda are both on night one? They're both on night number one. So perception-wise, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, the number one and two women in the WWE can't find their way into a main event okay so if the wwe champ if the raw women's championship is defended first and then the smackdown def- uh, women's championship is defended in the main event what does that say about your raw women's championship N- nothing i think i, I if, if for that case I'd, I'd open up the show with one women's championship and i'd close the show with one women's championship what rock and roll all night? Detroit Rock City, and that and that might might be exactly what they're what's happening. All I'm saying is this: if you're gonna end night number one with you know what's because Becky and Bianca, the crowd could be split. Ronda and Charlotte, the crowd could be split. You're not getting a split with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Everybody in attendance in that stadium is gonna be rooting for Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm not looking this as my idea versus your idea, my opinion versus your opinion, my take versus your take. I'm talking about a perception thing. You did this whole women's revolution over the past five years. You want the women to be as credible as the men. Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Oscar, Ronda Rousey, all these great, great women. And now let's wheel out Steve, throw him in there with Kevin. And just because they've gotten some good heat over the past month, we're going to discredit. You can't do it. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here, and if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat-flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells. More popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi, it's more popular than golden retrievers. See you in there. 
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You talk about a guy who's living the dream for many different reasons, but he's the voice of Friday Night Smackdown. You can see every single Friday night on Fox. But now the guy has a WrestleMania match this weekend. Bully, the reason why we're having a party, I don't know if if people saw the timeline. We weren't going to do a busted open party this year at WrestleMania. We weren't going to do it. We weren't going to have it. But then when we saw that Pat McAfee was going to have a match, night number two of WrestleMania weekend, we decided to have our party on Saturday. Let's bring him in right now, the one and only, the legendary Pat McAfee. Pat, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Obviously, I've been to a couple. <laughs> little applause for you, sir. Live studio and the crowd audience. goes wild. Live oh, studio boy. audience. I thought that was my guy over here. I had no idea. I was like, oh, my God. We just ruined the show. I've been at a couple of those uh, WrestleMania busted nation parties. And yeah. uh, if you guys were not to have that, we would all be very disappointed. I can't wait to see it. I'm very thankful to be here. Love chatting with you guys any chance I get. Thank you for having me. Always good to have you on, brother. Bully. That bar looks fantastic down there. <laughs> well stocked, too. Yeah. Well stocked. Sometimes you need that, bully. Especially Little juice. Yeah. Yeah, a little gin and juice to get you going in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'm pumped though, man. I'm I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a blast, and uh, I'll never forget you guys gave me a chance a long time ago when I was just a panelist and a kickoff show guy for NXT. Bro, you've been knocking it dead since the first day you stepped foot in there with the WWE. Here's what I want to ask you: 
Tell me about the most pressure you ever felt in one particular moment on a football field and compare that to what you're about to experience going into WrestleMania and having a match in Texas Stadium. Bully, uh, great question. So I kicked off a Super Bowl. So that was something that you hear about. And obviously there's hundreds and hundreds of millions of people watching around the globe. And, uh, you know, the opening kickoff is that sequence where everybody's taking photos. So whenever I believe the Saints won the toss, uh, I was playing for the Colts. It was my rookie year. So I'm 22, 21 years old. And my family's there. It's in Miami. They win the toss. They elect to receive. I'm like, oh, well, here we go. I'm kicking off the damn Super Bowl. And when you're walking out there, you know, I see the ref. The ref is even nervous. His eyes are big. Oh, my God, I'm calling a Super Bowl. He gives me the ball. I put it down. The sky cam right in my face. That thing zooms out. I'm like, damn, my face just got a close-up to hundreds of millions of people. This should not have been, like, my face did not look good at the time. Uh, I needed a little bit more of a spray tan. Like, I thought about that in that moment. But then whenever I go back for my steps to kick off the uh, Super Bowl, I look to my right and there's 10 guys, five on each side of me. Um, we're about to do this thing. The guy who's on my right closest to me, he his eyes are taped open. I mean, you're talking like wide open, just like almost like he just saw a ghost. I look to the left. So yeah, exactly what you're doing there. I look to my left, that guy's eyes wide open. And then I kind of take a look around and I'm like, damn, I'm in the I'm in the Super Bowl. So as I take my steps towards the ball, all the flashes start going. I'm immediately like, oh, is my dick out right? What is going on right now? <laughs> so I'm just trying not to miss it. I kick it. Pretty good kick, not a bad kick. But I think in that moment, it was the first time I ever felt like actual you know, like, oh my God, this is a massive moment. And that's exactly what I'm expecting this weekend. As a child, obviously, and I told Vince this, stealing WrestleMania uh, with my friends, uh, the parents who had the black box watching this all the way back. This is something that's gonna live forever. I know that in the WWE universe, uh, on the WWE network, it's gonna be something my kids will hopefully see someday. Like that is something that I understand. And I've always enjoyed those moments, Bully. Uh, but I honestly have no idea how the cardio is going to hold up in that moment. I don't know how the mindset's going to hold up in that moment, but I'm preparing my ass off for it uh, to hopefully get a, get a win in there quick. You know, Pat, and I was at that Super Bowl, uh, Colts Saints in Florida, and to be able to see you again this upcoming Sunday in a match at WrestleMania, for me as a fan of yours, it's going to be a treat. But for you to live this dream, because I know how much of a fan you are of the WWE and how excited it was for you when you got the job to be a commentator. But now you're actually going to be in the ring at WrestleMania. It really is a dream come true. So are you going to have, I know you're going to be a little nervous, but are you going to, are you going to take in the moment? Are you going to like really live that moment on Sunday? Great question, Dave, and uh, congrats on uh, curing the lack of funds thing. I heard the merch has been moving. <laughs> I heard the payment from Sirius has been great. I know the nation is supporting in massive ways. You deserve it. All that hard work, Dave. Well, hey, you deserve it, by the way. I give all the thanks to you. As I always say each and every time that you're on, you're the glue that holds this whole thing together, my friend. So, you know, thanks to you for keeping the lights on at Sirius XM. I appreciate it. Well, my contract uh, is up soon, and so, you know, a couple other contracts as well, but that is neither here nor there. Um, yes, I'm going to take in the moment, and I'm 34 years old, and although, wow. you know, I don't know how people feel about age and what they think about it, 
for me, I'm, I'm in a very comfortable place in my life right now. I, uh, I get to do so many awesome things, whether it's college game day or calling games. And the fact that I'm a part of WWE weekly, I've really adopted a mindset and I'm not some hippie. I'm not something like, I'm not going to Peru and doing ayahuasca or anything like that. But I honestly have made a, a mindset, a change, a decision that I'm going to try to enjoy everything that I'm doing. So whenever I walk out there, I understand that it's huge. I understand the magnitude of getting a WrestleMania match when others don't have WrestleMania matches. I understand that there's been people that have been working their ass off to get to this stage. I appreciate that. I respect that. I honor that. But it is going to be 100% of me trying to enjoy this moment because I don't know if it'll ever happen again. I have no idea if it'll ever happen again. Just like every show I do, just like every appearance I make, every time I speak, I'm trying to enjoy everything uh, because I assume I'm going to die young i just assume that's going to be the case and i'm going to try to enjoy it all but i think that's a big part of my entire thing though is i'm having a good time and once i stop doing that it's probably time for me to move on pat the the goal every night whether it's a house show or wrestlemania is to go out there and steal the show um what is your goal for wrestlemania and do you think you can do something out there with austin theory that will not only be memorable but could steal one of the nights steal the show. Well, WrestleMania Sunday is a packed card. Not that WrestleMania Saturday isn't, but you're talking about the biggest match of all time with Brock and Roman in a unification match, okay? I understand that, but I have looked at the card up and down, and I'm honored to be a part of the card. It is a stacked card on Sunday, but I think I, I am planning full commitment to doing some awesome stuff. Yeah, I am... Uh, if this is going to be the last time I ever step foot in a ring, I'm going to make sure that no stone is left unturned. I've been working my ass off. I got my ring in here. I've been going to work on it. Austin Theory, insufferable douchebag for sure, but he can go in the ring. So I think we're both pretty excited to get in there. I'm excited to get a win. And uh, if we can be an additive and, you know, maybe be a part of the conversation on the next day. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm about. And that's what I do every single time I try to get on a microphone. You got to sit down and talk to Brock Lesnar recently. You got to sit down and talk to the boss recently. How was that for you? And did you find either one of them intimidating? No. Yeah, so no. Like, I think that is, um, I think that's a big part of it. I think that's why maybe I get a chance to have those conversations. And Bully, you've been backstage. Uh, Dave, you have as well. But Bully, you've understood the, the way things go, I think, a little bit with the conversations and who you have to talk to, how you have to talk to every single week, right? That is something that happens every single week. There is always something. And I was very fortunate. Especially the how you talk to someone. Yes, just like, so I have a theory and I might be wrong. I'm not like the biggest dog guy, but if you walk around a dog that is, you know, a dog, like a pit bull or something like that, and you have any sense of fear at all, they know it. They can feel it. They understand it. They change immediately how they talk to you. That's the same thing with humans. Whenever you talk about those high level human beings, if you go in there and they can sense that you're scared, intimidated, a mark, whatever the case, they're going to treat you accordingly. That is just exactly how it's going to go. I was very, very, very fortunate that I was drafted to a team that had Peyton Manning on it. 
Peyton Manning, one of the biggest global celebrities of all time. He let me hang out with him. He invited me to a lot of things. I met so many people that are of the higher ranks of society. And literally every single time, all they wanted to be treated like was human beings. You just chat with them. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? So whenever they say something, instead of being scared to death, I would, oh, they're trying to be funny. Like that was funny. Like I would laugh. And like, I think like that is a massive part of why I am who I am. I talk to everybody as if they take a shit the exact same way I do, because they do. I talk to every single person as if they're a person who was a kid at one point who dreamt of being in the position that they're in. And I think sometimes that's a little bit difficult to get to for some people for whatever reason. For me, I think it's because of me being friends with Peyton and getting to meet all those people and understand how they operate and how they tick that it's been able to carry into other genres of life with me. You hear me talk to business people that are very high end. I do all my own negotiations. I mean, it is just the same thing. So I'm not 100% sure if they get the same sense for, of that, but I've always tried to talk to everybody as if they are just a, a future friend of mine or a current friend of mine. And uh, it's worked out thus far. There has been a couple people who have not taken fondly to me, but uh, I've been very fortunate in the wrestling business that everybody's been pretty fucking cool. That's awesome. Uh, Pat, uh, I mentioned about SmackDown. You do an amazing job on commentary on SmackDown. And the one thing I have to say is the chemistry that you have with Cole. Like, you know, you do have great chemistry. And it didn't take much time at all. Like, you really are a natural at this. I mean, do you feel the same way that your chemistry with Cole happened almost instantaneously? So that's, uh, I appreciate the compliments, by the way. You're incredibly nice. There's been others that have done it in a different fashion and better than me in my eyes, but I kind of do my own thing, you know, and, and I feel like I have slotted my own role as a commentator there in the history of the business, which is not easy to do because there's so many greats, right? And everybody's yeah. trying to be somebody else, it feels like. But you got to remember, Cole was the one who called me and gave me the uh, kickoff panel opportunity for NXT like four years ago. So Cole and I have known each other for four years at this point, whenever I get in there and do get to do my job. And people say like, hey, you, you, you're a natural, which I appreciate. And I've been watching wrestling, listening to the commentators for like 25 years now at this point. So I don't want to say that I, I was just able to drop in and just do it. I feel like I've been preparing for a lot of these things for a long time. I feel like I knew it was inevitably going to come that I was going to be into the wrestling business. That's why I bought a ring my second year in the NFL and I have it. So I was very fortunate that I'm a communicator. My brain normally does pretty well with speaking, but also that I was such a big fan and I've watched for so long. And then I would go back and watch some film before I got into SmackDown commentary on Heenan, on Piper when he was doing it, on The King. I mean, there was just a lot of things that I would listen to why are they saying what they're saying? How are they saying what they're saying? What are they trying to do with their words? Why are they trying to do that with their words? And now I have to do that in my way. So I, I feel like I've been very fortunate that I've gotten to see a lot of greats do their job and I'm in there as well. And the blueprint has kind of been laid, uh, but I've enjoyed the hell out of it. Michael Cole is the goat, by the way. He could do that show with anybody. He could do that show with a bag if he had to. And he proved that after I got escorted out after beating the hell out of Austin Theory, he was able to call his own match. He, he's coming up on 25 years doing that job. He's only missed two shows. 
Man. Like you're talking about one of the most experienced, one of the best workers in a man who is a actual journalist who has the professionalism to go through some, you know, bullshit. There's some bullshit segments that he has to lay out and do. And it's just a part of the job, but he could do that with a paper bag. I'm incredibly thankful. And he's been very welcoming to me as has the people in my headphones, you know, and everybody's heard those stories. They have all helped out immensely. And a lot of people think I just go out there and, do whatever I want. That is true. I do a lot of that. But every once in a while, there'll be a line dropped into my ear where I'm like, oh, I love that. Like, and now I got to work it in. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been a, a combination of a lot of things. And uh, I've just tried to enjoy the hell out of it and hopefully add to the show. Uh, Pat, is there anything that you want to do at WrestleMania or have had an idea to do at WrestleMania that maybe the agent or the producer has pushed back on? Have you brought something to the table or a vision that you had where they're like, ma, that might be a little too much. Tell me about your, your working relationship with the other people in the match. Okay, so we have a great producer who I have a good relationship with. And I don't, I don't know if I'm, am I, uh, I'm Matt, you don't, no, no, just talk about the producer. No names. Okay. So this particular producer been around business a long time. Okay. And he and I polar opposite human beings, but I have always made it a point ever since I got there to say what's up to him and hello to him because I've enjoyed him. This as a fan, I enjoyed this dude as a person, as a superstar, as everything. So for a couple of years now, I've gotten a chance to chat with said producer. So I think he understands me pretty good. Uh, Austin Theory, he's just going to get his ass beat. But no, there hasn't been anything yet in his entire WWE existence that I've said, hey, I think we should try this that has been just completely ruled out. Now, there has been a couple things that I've brought to the forefront. And I've said, like, this would be cool. And I've been told, ah, that's happened. That might be happening. Like, you know, so we got to like kind of dance around. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Completely understand. So I feel like the creative and the conversation get pooped on a lot outside of the WWE. And going in, I just assumed everything was going to be impossible. Like, hey, I'm a super creative person. I enjoy the way my brain thinks. I enjoy the way I operate. I'm very lucky to be where I'm at in my life uh, financially, professionally. That like, I thought I was going in there and it was going to be like tooth and nail, like trying to get everything done. And I have not experienced that at all. And I know other people haven't, haven't had the exact same um, results, but I'm also not 100% sure that those people have like what I'm potentially bringing to the table as well. Like, I, I think that kind of gets lost in a lot of the conversation. Like, if you don't like what's going on, you can leave. And I did that to the NFL. I did that to Barstool. I did that to a couple different places. The freedom is something you earn. I think it's not just something that's given. And uh, I'm very, very fortunate to be at that particular uh, spot. And the people I'm working with for this match are awesome, Bully. And I assume you are a massive fan of said person as well. And we're going to put together a classic. We're going to try our best, at least, to do, do WrestleMania some respect. The Pat McAfee Show goes live at noon Eastern time on Mad Dog Sports Radio. And if you're not listening to it, Definitely, because it's the, the best sports talk radio show out there. Pat, thank you so much for the time, man. I can't be, I, I am so proud of you, proud of what you're doing on Friday nights, proud that you're going to be a part of WrestleMania, man. I love you, and just have fun out there on Sunday. Dave, thank you so much. I wish I could attend the party for like the fourth straight year, maybe. I, I don't know. If I'm getting roasted, man. I'm a, I'm a little embarrassed about what, what happened. I'm getting roasted on Saturday. 
Hey, go Will Smith them. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, if they say anything. <laughs> they say anything you don't like. You know, they make fun of that beautiful bride of yours. You know what I mean? Who's been oh. hanging around? Her and Thunder Rosa are getting a little too tight, by the way, there for a bit. I, oh. they, I mean, when they're laying in the same bed, Pat, that's when things like, hey, you know, hey. <laughs> you do what you got to do, Dave. I don't know if you're going to get roasted for that, but I, I'm talking about anything else, you know, going on in your life. You got to do what you got to do. Brother, have, have a great time out there. When you, when you step out on that stage, take one second for yourself. Take it all in. Smell the roses. It's, it's WrestleMania. It's a big deal. Yes, sir. And I appreciate you both so much. Thank you for everything. Have a great roast. Hopefully it doesn't end too terribly and bust it open. One of the only shows. And I'm very lucky to have a busy schedule that I still listen to on a regular basis. You all continue to kill it. Cheers. The Saturday episodes are dope too, Bully. All right, you guys have a good one. Bye. Thanks, Pat. Love you, Pat. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk, where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach, where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.